Am I Reister or am I wrong? This is the intersection where sports, business, society, pop culture meet. Daily fire. Facts only. Check your feelings at the door. This ain't the place for the left, the right, snowflake, social justice warriors. Uh, There's no BS. I keep it 100. So we got three interesting topics up today. Big topics. First thing, uh, so we got Kanye West. Kanye West can't be president for one reason, and I'm going to tell you why. The MLB is toast. MLB Buster only had it 100% right. There's a 0% chance MLB finishes and a 5% chance it even starts. They are headed down a path of destruction right now. Um, And college football is moving to the spring. I told you guys this. I hope that you listened. I hope that you listened and started preparing your hearts and minds for it because that is what is happening. There is no way around it at this point in time. So that's what what we got. So the first thing we will deal with Kanye West just because it's easy, it's quick. And so he announced that he's running for president and he is going to be running. His campaign advisor is Elon Musk. He's got Michelle Tidball the a pastor from Wyoming to be his vice president. They have no political experience. He's starting a birthday party. He's not. So he's essentially running as an independent. And the reason why I named it the birthday party, because if he, if he wins, it'll be your birthday. So none of that matters. Like the fact that Kanye West has never voted before. The fact that he said he had coronavirus in uh, February. He's anti-vax. Uh, that he's going to run the White House like Wakanda. None of that matters. That has nothing to do with why Kanye West will not be president and cannot be president. There's only one reason. And and granted, I am a person who is a mental health advocate. I am a person who knows that that by seeking treatment, you can become better. All of these things be better for your family, your wife. I've gone around the world speaking to our servicemen and women about being as mentally fit as you are physically fit. But Kanye West, the reason why he cannot be president is because he is unstable. No, I cannot think of, I can't figure out who would actually vote for this dude. I know that there is a segment of the population who wrote in Harambe. So the, the monk, the gorilla last time. So I get it. There is that portion of the people. But he has previously gone off the reservation. Incoherent tweets when he was sitting in the White House with Donald Trump or in interviews. We've seen these streams of consciousness where we can't figure out what the hell is going on. He's a wonderful designer, wonderful musician. He's got some interesting thoughts on some things. I'm in no way disparaging Kanye West. However, is this the guy you want with the football? Will anybody actually feel confident? Like, yeah, yeah. After he goes on a 30 tweet rant, like you just can't trust him. You, you just can't right now. I maybe 10 years from now, after he's displayed this behavior for a while, some people think it's a gimmick to get Trump reelected, but no, I believe the man is serious. I do. He's got Elon Musk behind him. They're going to come up with some gimmick, some strategy, but this man can't be president like this cannot be life. He's got no political experience, vice president. But most importantly, the dude is erratic. That's the most important thing. He cannot be. Anyways, I, I, I know that 
I just believe that we are sensible people who would never let him be president. Okay. Uh, next thing up, the major league baseball is toast. Major league baseball. The, the season is toast. Buster only was right. 0% chance. It finishes 5% chance. It starts it. And the biggest thing is they can't get the beginning, right? It's not even about the end. They can't even get the beginning right, which starts with testing. Like, and players, you've had Mookie Betts come out and say he's losing confidence. Uh, Jake Diekman, who is a high-risk individual, losing confidence. Because you've had, uh, the Angels had to delay their workouts on Monday because people who were scheduled to administer the, the second round of tests never even arrived at the facility. The A's, Astros, Cardinals, and Nationals all had to cancel workouts. You've had a bunch of players bow out already. Some teams have had, one one team even had to administer their own tests. They didn't even get the results. They said it was because FedEx didn't deliver on Sundays. But you, you have an inherent problem because you're still always going to be needing to get test results on the weekends. It just... The MLB needs to turn over their testing to a third party, uh, a third party provider, really like somebody who's independent because you have opened the door to shadiness. You have opened the door to some, uh, to some below board behavior because the money is involved because if you don't have players, they can't be paid. That means there's no revenue. So no money, no money and no money. If you don't have money, then there's no, I mean like this, the reason why they're playing the season is for the money. So if the players can't be tested and then they bow out, then you have no season, but the players are paying to get paid and then help the sport out. So the reason why this can get shady, because if you're MLB, and you know that you're having a trouble tracking tests and you're coming up on the playoff time. Garrett Cole for the Yankees. He's getting tested. Might you uh and and it's supposed to you're supposed to get results in 48 hours before the World Series or before a playoff game. Might a team want to just slow those down. Say, "Oh, we didn't receive those. It was after hours. Tried to deliver to the wrong address. Somebody wasn't available to pick them up." Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. And you would have people who would be willing to do that to put potentially other people in jeopardy. Whether it's the World Series or any of that. And then there's the idea that we should, that there should be uh, the players' individual test results should be posted. I just fans have been clamoring for this and I just think it's absolutely asinine. I would you do you think that your own like just your own normal test results forget HIPAA violations all of this would you be okay if somebody posted your coronavirus test results or your medical history publicly without your consent? The answer is no, like that's, that's un-American. It's not right. It's not fair. It is, it's an invasion of privacy, all of this. So why as fans, do you believe that you have the right to know what this player's status is in terms of his coronavirus testing?
So, but this is, but the reason why MLB is toast though, because they can't even get the testing. They've already had over 19 players bow out. A lot of them big names, giving up five, six, seven, twelve million dollars all the way up to David Price. Not playing. And here's a quote from Jake Diekman. He said he has serious questions about Major League Baseball's ability to pull off a season, given the issues in timely testing results that have forced delays and cancellations. You've had Mookie Betts say things about it, too. And this is just like the the dollar, right? The reason why the economy actually works is because people have confidence that th- that your little piece of currency has value. So that's why it works. Problem is MLB players are losing confidence in MLB. The, uh, the more players bow out, the more that that snowballs and grows. Because think about this. How on earth are they supposed to pull off a, a 60, uh, a 60 game season? When there, when you can end up going 72 hours without tests, without knowing the results of those tests. You've had Kenley Jansen not show up to for the Dodgers. Don't know why. Other players. So that's why I say MLB, they are on the way out. You might as well get over it, get to it, because it is toast. Um, and then that brings over. So if MLB is having these problems because they're trying to play in their own cities, uh, uh, the NBA doesn't appear to have any testing problems right now when they're in the Orlando bubble. So pivot that over to the NCAA. How on earth is the NCAA expecting to play college football when the MLB, who has more money, uh, professional players, they can kind of isolate them, can't even get their test done. And the NCAA is on the no plan plan right now. They're on the suggestion plan. They have given suggestions of, of how they should, of how players and schools should and states should administer their policy, but they're going to leave it up to them. Hmm. So when you have so many people on different sides of the coronavirus, whether it's it's severity or it's uh, deadliness or needing to get back to work, pumping money in the economy, it's a hoax. The, the vaccines are mark of the beast trying to implant. Bill Gates is trying to implant chips into people. Uh, you have so many varying opinions on this. And that goes down from the administration all the way down to players. So how are you supposed, so how is the NCAA supposed to pull this off? Enter the Ivy League. I have said this for at least two weeks, at least two weeks, since the Ivy League announced that one of their potential plans was to move football to the spring. And today they are, that's what everybody is expecting them to announce. Football in the spring. But, FBS people will tell you, don't, don't worry, don't panic. It will, uh, this is not a thing that will affect the FBS. Like just because the Ivy League necessarily does it, doesn't mean that we're going to do it. Uh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. It happened in the spring with March Madness. The Ivy League went first. They have some of the greatest scientists in the world, research hospitals. They make decisions. Everybody else follows. There's a reason why Harvard has 
13,000 people who've graduate, graduated from their university worth $30 million or more. Stanford, 5,000. Columbia, 5,000. There, there's a reason why. Because they have a bunch of smart people working for them. I'm working for them and at their schools. So granted, you guys might as well get used to it. And when they tell you, oh, don't worry, the NCAA is, uh, we're not necessarily going to do it. All right. All right. Yeah. Watch it happen. Um, Because it's all about the finances, right? All of this comes down to money. This is why they're trying to shoehorn it in. The Ivy League doesn't, isn't incentivized by sports uh, because they don't need the money to fund the rest of the school donations, all of that stuff. This is all about money and about risk because how do you keep players tested and high risk players and coaches safe if you don't know a the long term consequences because death is not always the uh, one and you can't get test results even for the MLB on a reasonable basis and you don't have a guaranteed testing plan or protocol in place it's impossible because you have 73,000 college football players I know that the um that division three I think said that they're not playing any sports this year but let's just take so there's 425,000 college athletes in general 13,000 FBS players in football what is the risk tolerance for schools as it relates to somebody either getting sick, so very sick or dying, because death is not the only uh, solution or or potential problem for the coronavirus. We don't know. So what is the risk? The risk for each individual school is zero. Like they don't want anybody getting super sick and they don't want anybody dying because that is a financial consequence that is enormous. You will have lawsuits for, from people who had long lasting effects. You will have uh, class action suits, all of that. People faking it, everything in between. You will be in litigation up to your eyeballs for a long time. Um, and what is the risk for people getting sick? But then, so the risk for each school is zero. Like they don't want, they cannot tolerate anybody getting super sick or anybody dying. But what is the risk overall for 73,000 football players or 13,000 FBS players? Uh, yeah, if you look at it, you're like, okay, one one or two died. Yeah, that's not a big, big deal. You know, or two got super sick, five got super sick. You know, people get paralyzed playing football and all that stuff. It's not really that big of a deal, right? So that's where the, the, the rub is because the school's risk is zero. But overall, when you look at the numbers, you can put out a percentage that you feel is eh, reasonable, right? So that's where college football, the rub is. It's the no plan plan, which is the the plan for failure. The failure to plan is planning to fail. And that's where they are. Am I Reister or am I wrong? Peace out. Catch you guys on Friday. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend about the podcast, about Reister or Wrong. If you want to hit me up, shoot an email, gwpodcast at unafraidshow.com. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at George Reister and visit the unafraidshow.com. Catch you guys on Friday.